0: In by popular demand, Jed, we've had so many people requesting more off-road content, more off-road interviews. We had Bo on there a couple of weeks ago, so hopefully you guys tuned in to, you know, hear about Bo and Fink and all the rest of it. But today, one of your Blue Crew teammates, Jed, (laughs) uh, another local guy from our sort of local area here in the Hunter, we've got number 29... Rides a WR450 in the E2 class. Stefan Grunquist, welcome to the show, man. How are you going? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm going well, thanks. Yeah. No, that's good, mate. Thanks for coming in. We were lining it up there the other day and, yeah, like we said, you don't live too far and we were going to go up to your place, but it worked out that you can come down here. So Yeah, for sure. Thanks, yeah. thanks for making the effort. We do appreciate that, so... Yeah. Glad yeah. to be here. And yeah. Em couldn't make it. She was working tonight, you said? She's
1: think? working tonight. Yeah, that's why, because it, it would have been easier for me if you came to my place. But um, yeah, yeah she's, she's pretty much in bed by now, so she's working night shifts, and um, oh, five night shifts this week and three day shifts, so she's, she's doing a big week. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
2: We know yeah. the night shift feels Yeah, like. I've just come off night shifts, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 My so. night
0: shift is uh, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it is. Something like that. Anyway. You're on night shift this weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I lose track of the days. Yeah, there you go. We work rotating roster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night this weekend. Yeah. Not fun. But anyway. Yeah. Jed, we'll throw it to you. You can open this one up. Right.
2: So as Todd said, our listeners have um, been on to us for off-road content. So most of them will know who you are for the people that have asked the question and stuff. So, um, but for those who don't, um, who is Stefan Gronquist and, you know, where did you grow up? Where You know, you're from Sweden, come back to
1: Australia. Yeah. 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 Born in Australia. Yeah. Lived here till I was seven years old. Uh, My dad was a racer back in the day. He's Swedish. My mum's Aussie. And um, yeah, we moved back to Sweden in 94. And I pretty much spent the rest of my life there. Like growing up, did my school, everything like that. And racing. I was racing motocross only over there. Um, And me and Emily... Um, we're going to move back out here in 2011 to to race some enduro. I, w- I was looking for a different bit of a change and um, <clears throat> uh, managed to land a ride on Ballard's so as a bit of a sort of support rider. Uh, I was actually meant to ride the expert class in 2011 and then came over here, everything, expecting to ride the expert class. I was like, I've never ridden, raced enduro really. I've done one or two races in Sweden. Um, and then... When I got here, it was just like, "Oh, expert class doesn't exist anymore. we just found out, so it's just into the pro class I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Just come over and race, and yeah, like I've um yeah lived here for shit ten years now, me and Emily. so yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i I was interested to find that out because <coughs> I did a few AORCs and stuff in like oh I don't know oh six oh seven o eight they're about, and you're about our age, mm. early to mid thirties, and I'd never seen you around I was like. Where'd you come from? How did it all work out? So, oh, there you go.
1: There you go. Yeah. yeah. Flew from the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it just popped up one yeah. day. Popped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. How, how is the, um, the riding and racing over there compared to here?
1: Uh, in Enduro or just in Both, general? yeah, I
2: guess MX and Enduro, yeah. Because
1: yeah. like, uh, you said you are mainly doing motocross? Yeah, I only yeah. did motocross. It's pretty um, different in the way that there's pretty limited private tracks whereas here it's almost mainly private tracks, uh, where you ride. Over there, almost shit. Almost every small town has a motocross track. That's just how it is in Sweden. So there's probably hundreds and hundreds of like clubs and motocross tracks because just about every track is linked to a club. So most towns will have a motorbike, motocross club and enduro. <laughs> so over there, <clears throat> pretty much Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, you can ride at a club track. So if, you don't, if you're if you not a member at that club you just rock up and you pay I think generally it's maybe 20 bucks huh. you ride it's open most of the time it's open from like 4 o'clock to like 8, 9 o'clock at night on the Tuesday, Thursdays and then weekends it's like 10 to 4 uh, some tracks especially before we moved out here they started opening like for the full day because there's more and more riders that were sort of getting to that professional level where they didn't have to work and you know there's clubs that were open you know 10 o'clock to eight o'clock at night wish we had that so, here yeah that, nice. that's the biggest <laughs> difference like we moved over here and we're like where do we ride yeah. there's nowhere to ride or obviously in the bush but like yeah we still wanted to ride motocross we wanted to do heaps of stuff like that and we were blown away how like the first year when we didn't know that many people like how hard it was to find p- places to ride especially yeah. when you were traveling to
0: and especially since you're like oh look there's australia it's a big old joint <laughs> there's like <laughs> land everywhere yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely there's got to be somewhere, but yeah. Yeah,
1: there's. I mean, now that we live, we've lived here for a long time, and we know more people um, around the area, like around the country. Um, we know where to ride, or we contact people if you're going to different places. But um, I guess one of the first like times where we sort of ran into other riders and they took us riding was probably I think it was around two of the AICS in 2011. Uh, we were down in Victoria, um, and then we were staying down there after the fir- like that second round. We had a round at Headley. And um, we were looking up place to ride. We went to Frankston. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. cool, motocross. That well, sounds good. So we are out there riding, rode all day long. And as we were packing up, like, I'd seen a guy out there. I was like, who is this guy? I'm sure he raced on the weekend. Anyway, we did, and then as we were sort of packing up, we had a bit of a chat and stuff, and it was Milner, Daniel Milner. Oh, yeah. So he'd been riding there all day. This was oh, on yeah. whatever day it was open, on a Wednesday or whatever. And he's like, oh, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, just traveling around. Like, we're just going from race to race sort of thing. And I'd only had a little chat to him like once or twice at the races because it was round two. We didn't really know many people. He was like, oh, come back to my place. Like, go riding. I'm, I don't really work too much. Like, even back then, he didn't work. He worked for his dad a bit, I think. And um, he's like, yeah, come back to ours. And we went and rode with him for a couple of days. And then, um, what was it? We just... We rode and all sorts of stuff, and they were like, "Oh, what are you guys doing now?" Like we stayed at their place with his mum and dad. They're like, "We're still good friends to this day. We always talk to to his mum and dad and everything, and uh, really good friends." And um, like, oh, we want to check out um Phillip Island because we've heard they got penguins there. Like that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> and then like we're having dinner there. We'd been at their place for two or three days. They're like, oh yeah. Well, what are you gonna like? Where are you gonna go? Like, oh, we just got the van. It's like, oh, we have got a holiday house there. Like the keys there and there, you just go and stay there. Just clean up after you, and it'd be sweet. We're like, we've known you guys for two days, <laughs> and yeah, we're cool. like, "There's the key to our holiday home. Go stay yeah. there." And um, yeah, that, like that. That blew us away. Just um, that's yeah, that's that was a pretty cool thing. And we're friends to this day, like really close friends with them. And yeah, cool. It's just um, yeah. I mean, obviously, and then yeah, it's just back to that initial question. Was like, where do you ride? If you yeah. don't know people, you don't know where to ride. Yeah. No, that's right. Around here, yeah. it's hard at the moment. Yeah.
0: We've been saying the same thing on the podcast yet. We're, like, so keen to ride. Yeah. And there hasn't been, especially with all the rain and stuff lately, like, hasn't yeah. been that many spots to ride, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I anyway. mean,
1: shit. And then with um, the ranch shut down and all that sort of stuff. But I think yeah. there's a, plenty of clubs around here. Maitland, Cessnock, Lakes, whatever else. There's heaps. Mm. They should be open during the week. They should be open on weekends. Like, there's that many people that want to ride. Especially weekends, like why are they not just open for practice? Pay we say fifty the same bucks. Thing. Like yeah. that they would make a profitable profitable business. Mm, like yeah, you they could, could have a club could. member or whatever that um, opens up on the weekends or yeah, uh, and that's actually how it works in Sweden. Um, you pay your membership, and then you'll get like one week a year. Most right most members so that week you are the club um you're in charge of the practice days at the club okay so that week you will have to open up the canteen or open up and take um you know the fees to to ride from the other riders and all that sort of stuff yeah on the tuesday saturday uh, tuesday thursday saturday sunday yeah so you get one week a year and if you can't do it you get your mum to do it or someone else to do it if you're not there but it's your responsibility yeah so they don't actually have paid people at the clubs um Doing that sort of thing. So there's definitely ways around um, here that could open up the clubs. It's just to us, it's just mind-blowing that they're not open. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we've talked about it and, Mm. yeah, Todd's got his official thing, so. I'm I'm actually working working on it. Yeah, we're actually
0: working on trying (laughs) to get enough stuff together because you've got to have all the tickets and stuff yeah. like you know how it is yeah. you've got to have a licence to do everything
1: oh, mate, you're not allowed to live without a licence <laughs> or something yeah isn't like it? you have to have a, ha- <laughs>
0: yeah. a permit to open the front door yeah like. so we've been trying to get some permits and licences and anyway yeah. we're working on it well, yeah. hopefully we can try and do something do something maybe yeah. have some bikes and dash ride days Jed yeah, yeah. that's it yeah.
1: what have you got property yeah. or something or what
0: no we're just going to try and get some tracks like yeah, okay. local
1: ones yeah, yeah, yeah. we just
0: yeah. I know a few of the co- committee members at some of the tracks and Jed does as well and we thought oh from time to time, if we can try and get a track and maybe mm. prep it or something, and, yeah, you know, even if you just get a small crew just to start with, just to try and figure it out, yeah, um, and then go from there. So yeah, you
1: know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you see some, um, like I, I don't know if you know uh, Briggsy Jeff, yeah, Briggs, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it, well, yeah, Briggsy, I can't remember his first name or what is it. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, yeah. Jeff, yeah. 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 Um, like I've seen his. I've never been out there, but um, so he's got had some practice days and stuff there, and he gets riders coming there. Like there's. Yeah. Was the man for it. We were there the other week. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was there two two or three weeks ago, yeah. yeah. But now no, it's stopped. He's shut it down. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so I did the same. I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm Jen, you. we're all on. Righto. So uh, the motocross, motocross guys are going through their first year of having events pro- uh, promoted by MA. The AORC has been like that for a long time now. So what's your view on um, how the AORC is uh, run and... And all that, yeah. the, the ins and outs of it. You think yeah. it's run well, and
1: I think it's run reasonably well. Like I think they do, they do a really good job. Like it's given, um, given us a proper series to race. Like it's, um, it's a good series. Uh, I think there's definitely stuff that could be improved in terms of, uh, certainly like picking locations or where they're racing uh, and who's in charge at the events um, to make sure we have good, good events, and then having the right people making the right decisions so we're not. Waiting around uh, all day long, which is, has happened quite a few times now, like weather permitted, it's always very tough. Uh, but you cannot make those decisions on the day. <laughs> That's um, and they they know about it. Like they they have good people there, but there's always someone else, or there's always other factors playing in. Uh, as in our first round this year, it was a it was a proper shit show. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to tell it as it is. It was terrible. People drove like we drove sixteen hours to go there and race. Uh, we walked the tracks on the Friday. We, could, uh, we saw that like this is going to be very dangerous to ride as a cross country. Uh, the dust was going to come up and we, we knew that uh, most people knew that the the organizers knew it we, and then it came down to us doing a sight lap um, to make a decision where we just said <laughs> we 're not racing it so um, that 's one thing that I think they need to work on but in the in the big picture they 're doing a really good job they have. Um, they, have have. Um, what am I trying to say? That they, they have the right mindset. They do want to make it bigger and better. Um, and then this year, bringing TV in and stuff—that's massive for our sport. Like that's really, really good, and that shows that they are um, both in the enduro and the motocross. They're really trying to grow the sport, which is cool. So well, you were just saying
0: that. we were having a chat off air, and even you, you were just saying on the weekend you had people come up saying, "Oh, you know, they saw M on TV."
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like M just looked at me, he was like. That's the first time anyone said that to me. Like, I'm like, yeah, well, think about it. Like, we see people on TV and you think, oh, shit, they're famous or something. But we just, I guess this is the first one they had on TV and we kind of thought, oh, we watched it and we're like, oh, that's all right. But it's just like, didn't feel much. yeah, 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 didn't really think too much about it. But I mean, I guess, yeah, some people watch it and yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good that they're trying to grow the sport, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, That was actually feeding into my next question. But anyway, so we'll skip that one. Um, So how was Golden Beach? You got fifth both days. Looked really different to your typical enduro. Normally, you know, you see like, you know, a bit of hard pack, a bit of dust and it's trees and whatever. So sand track, totally different. How was the track and how was the event?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I thought the track was unreal. It was so fun. Like it was, if we had had, if, if they'd had, I don't know how much rain they would have needed, 20, 30 mil or whatever. It would have been like the event of the year. Um, it, there's no hand. There's no doubt about it. It was a tough event. It was pretty brutal. Uh it got so rough, but I, I really like that sort of stuff. And to me, it was, yeah, it was one of the better events I've done in, in a long time, if you don't, yeah, apart from what happened on the Saturday. But the Sunday went really well. Like if, if they'd made that call on the, on the Friday night, we would have had a, full days racing on saturday we wouldn't have had weight around for so long so but um yeah yeah, golden beach was awesome i loved it um i was fifth in class both days ninth outright both days and um like i felt like i was riding good i was riding within my limits trying to put a good result in for the first round and i had a i had a really tough lead up to it actually not just a pretty tough i broke my hand Six weeks before, uh, what was it? Two weeks before, two and a half weeks before that first round was supposed to be run. Oh, now right. Now, yeah. Yep. And then what did we get? Another three or f- something after that. So, so you're think, talking six. I to think eight I had weeks. about six or something weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after I broke my hand, but then Easter long week, like Easter weekend. What was that? Two weeks maybe before something like that. Something like yep. that before Golden Beach. Yeah, we were out. Um, Coonabaroban and then we went to ride um, a sand place called Secret Garden actually and that was a private property sort of thing but on the Saturday at um, uh, Coonabaroban I had a pretty decent crash, uh high sided, and I, le- I just body slammed this hard pack section and hit the back of my head on the ground and got a good knock to the head. Was that where so, you broke your helmet? I saw yeah, that on your yeah. Instagram. Oh, I just got it like like a cross on the back of the helmet, just split probably about ten by ten centimeters. Wow, just annihilated that helmet. And I was, yeah, I got obviously I did get a concussion. I didn't think it was too bad, but um, yeah, it was it was a big hit. Was this on the motocross track or, yeah. or the enduro loop? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So that <clears throat> that two weeks leading into to the first round, I didn't feel like I had the best preparation. And
0: his, his uh, fifth sort of. Where you see yourself in the class, or is that your goal? Or?
1: Um, I definitely see myself around there. Like, to be winning that class or getting, even on the podium, I'm battling guys like Milner. Oh, sorry, not Milner. Greeny. Yeah. Todd Waters. Who um, was getting third? I think it was Driscoll getting third. Yeah, I don't have it in and front then, of me, but yeah, yeah. yeah like Driscoll, Jeremy yeah, Carpenter. Jeremy. Like, me and Jeremy and May, uh, Tom Mason was in there. I think he just beat me on the Saturday. I think it flip-flopped with did. him and Jeremy I yeah. was
0: fourth and sixth or something. Yeah. yeah, but then
1: in the outright, um Oh, you I could think... throw Milner in there. Yeah, but I mean, I think Mason was eighth, I was ninth on the Saturday. Jeremy was like 13th or something like that. And yeah, then right. on the Saturday, he got eighth, I got ninth, and then Mason, Tom Mason was further back. But Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, I, I definitely see myself battling for podiums, um, but I mean, I know that I'm not quite at the level of winning the class, um, but I'm trying to get there but yeah yeah Yeah.
0: cool New South Wales Enduro um, the first round or first two rounds at the island were cancelled I was actually going to do that Jed Jed's favourite discipline is Enduro by the way (laughs) he's sitting here shaking his head (laughs) and I cannot believe you were going to do it but anyway (laughs) Um, so that got cancelled so we had Enduro Cross at Grestford which again isn't all that far from here
1: how's that event look pretty cool i got to say they did a really good um job running that event i think it was the, the dungog club i'm pretty sure they normally run it at dungog this year had to be at Gressford for some other reason but um they put in a really good effort and that was like it was good to see cuz that was a it was a top quality event they had some um food stands and they had like quite a few spectators come out there they they did a good job with the track like they prepped it between like their day and their night um, sort of race what they call it mm-hmm. try to keep a bit of water down throughout the day and on the track and that was fun that was a good event the track itself was pretty fun and
0: it it looked like not technical to the point where like you were just struggling to ride it but it was sort of like racy as Absolutely. well
1: yeah it was it was a mixture of I, I, I saw it as three tracks so you had probably a third of the track was uh, in Drew cross a third of the track was just corners and then like maybe a third of the track was like a bit of rhythm sections and some doubles and that sort of stuff so it was fun to ride was yeah, fun right. to ride it was pretty hard to pass cuz it's tight um Nature but it was beast, a fun I track yeah, yeah 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 they did a, they did a really good job it
2: looked good and like i watched i can't remember if it was last year or the year before i went and watched it at dungog and it was really it looked like it was well run the track layout was good they used the whole area that they had avail- available yeah. to them. They had a big grass track section and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, look kind of fun. Yeah,
1: right. I yeah. reckon they should run a series. Like even if like it's only, that? Yeah. I yeah. reckon like possibly even the Dungog Club. I yeah. reckon they yeah. could run, because they run a couple of events a year. I think we're going to have another state. I think it's a time card enduro maybe out at Dungog. But I reckon they could just focus on just doing like two or three showground events. Well, I guess like, you could. Or, like, like even in Maitland, the general Dungog, area. Dungog, Gressford. Yeah. Or Singo singo yeah you've yeah. got plenty of showgrounds so they yeah. could yeah, yeah. they've proved that they've got the um they've got the knowledge of how to make tracks they've got the knowledge of i don't know where to, and, then, and then they know that you know where they could run it. yeah um because that's a big thing if you're going to run an event like that you need to know how to build the tracks you need to sort of yeah access to, to equipment yeah because they, yeah. they made an, a track that was pretty accessible like rideable for all levels like I, I would like more technical stuff but uh, like they had a, a log section with um, they had to pull out logs throughout the day because it was just carnage off, off the off the start. Like there was people getting caught out, and then it just banks up. Like yeah, yeah. so that for me, I, I thought that was a good part of the track, but for the smaller classes and the and the other probably less skillful classes, they were just they couldn't get through it quite well that yep. first lap mm. uh, but for me I thought it was good because it really you know you could make a pass in that section because someone would yep. get caught out but mm. when it all opened up um, there wasn't that much room for error mm. like not many people made big mistakes really
0: yeah. I got you got four, uh, fifth at what well, they called it first round and yeah. fourth at the second one so that was pretty yeah. good yeah. Um, Appen just on the weekend just going by so that one's fresh in your mind uh, Saturday fourth Sunday third yeah. in the pro class yeah um, it was all pro so it wasn't like two fifties four fifties or e one e two or any of that it was just pros all in yeah um yeah, how was that, happen? that rocky as that, we heard yeah
1: I mean i've um I think they've had one they've had one race there before we didn't do it because we didn't really do many of the state events in the previous years, and I didn't hear many good things about it yeah right. uh this year when we got there it was almost new tracks right round there was not much stuff that was old they they put on a really good event, like the track was sick they had. It was kind of like old school, technical, rocky. You couldn't just go balls to the wall. You had to be smart about how you rode it. And, um, yeah, and it was a bit wet, not wet, wet, but it was a bit sort of moisture on the ground on that first day on the Saturday and it, you had to be so careful on the rocks. But um, that was cool. It was a good race. That's Dang. good. Yeah.
2: We've yeah. been to go to Appen on Used to be able to, oh, we still can, I think, on Appenot, Appenot on, Appen on a Tuesday to yeah. the motocross track yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um yeah. So we know why now, but so you're pretty handy at MX. Um, you're doing King of MX yep. um, this year yep. and East Coast as yeah, well. Doing yep. as
1: many East Coasts as we can, as, as many that fits in with uh, with the season and with everything else we've got going on. And uh, uh, the King of uh, King of MX was a qualifier a couple of weeks back. Actually, the day after the Grassford. Um, in Oh yeah. So did you leave there Saturday yeah. night and pin yep. it to Dargle? Yeah, because we, yep. I, I'd been injured and that sort of stuff. So and then I think it was other races that was um colliding with the previous qualifying events, and we both wanted to do it, me and Emily. Um, so that was the last chance to qualify. So we knew it was going to be a tough one, but we, uh, yeah, packed up at like nine thirty from Gresford, drove down to to um, Dargle. Yep. And uh, there was a couple of other guys that did it as well from that uh, same event. So there was yep. a few people that, were, you know, put in a big weekend. Got down there at like 1am and then up again <laughs> at 6 to get ready to race. and Slept in the van at the gate? Yeah, oh, we <laughs> drove into the actual oh, pits. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was freezing cold too. But like we got yeah. a nice heater in the van and we were nice and toasty. But um, yeah. yeah, and then actually Doug will turn out to be... Like, probably one of the sickest races I've had in a while. So, yeah. it was really good. How was that
2: track? Because I watched the juniors and stuff on the Saturday, and the track looked, you know, mean, yeah. watered, perfect. And then on the Sunday, it looked like it was dusty. Um, and, like, you, could, you couldn't see. Like, a, if you got out in front, you were sweet. If you were mid-pack, there was just dust everywhere. Yeah, probably the and,
1: last last race for most classes in the, of the day, it got dusty. Yeah. In the morning, it was a bit muddy, and, and, and it like... Some these berms were prepped perfectly. It looked like an AMA track. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It was. They put in a massive effort on that track and and um yeah. Only literally the last race of the day for probably all classes. So maybe the last hour and a half of the day, they just let it go a bit too far without putting water on it. Yeah. And it got dusty. But um, that yeah, I'll go back to that track any day. The track was still yeah, good. Yeah. We'll okay. Yep. And he's both qualified for mm-hmm. yeah. the final in two weeks. Yeah. Next yeah. weekend, yeah. no, oh, next yeah. weekend, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, M M got second in the women's, and I actually ended up winning the the overall in that um in the four fifty oh. in the open class that that day. So I was a I opened up the first moto with a win, um, and then I got second in the second and third moto, and um yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, there was quite a few good riders there, and. Um, the guy that won the last two motos was um Riz Bud. He's a oh yeah, yeah. yeah He's fast as so. yeah. We had him last year. two weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah last month. Last yeah. month. Yeah, yeah we yeah. T- had to yeah. talk to yeah. Reese. Yeah. yeah, it was actually quite funny how it all worked out because um I prob- I rode probably better than I have in a while. Um, so I think he got caught up in some trouble in the first moto, so he didn't get back and he didn't get further up in the fourth or something. Yeah, I won that one, and then I got second in the other ones. But I was battling; I was in third all moto in the last one, and I was battling Jay Lamb from his uh, oh, yeah. Scottish guys come over here. Yep, and um, I was battling with him, like just trying to catch him all moto. And then two laps ago, I was like right on him <laughs> for two laps, and then we had a lap of getting uh, caught up in front of us. So I, I got had had to go off like outside his berm. He gapped me a little bit, and I got right onto him again, and I uh, came down to the. F- like the finish line straight, and this is like <laughs> yeah I, I, didn't, I couldn't believe it when it happened, but I literally got like this top berm perfect, and then there was a lapper between me and him, so he sort of got a little bit out of shape for that ber- big berm, and then it's sort of like a ski jump, and then a down sl- slightly downhill slope, and then a long straight to a ski jump where the finish line is. And I just hung off it that whole way through. And then I was like right near him, like pretty much on his back wheel. And then, I don't know, it felt like 10 metres, but it was probably five metres or something before the finish line, he just sort of like slows down. Oh, really? And I was just still wedged because I, I held it wedged uh, past this ski jump and he obviously heard me, like it felt like it was... It felt like it was forever. It felt like he slowed down, looked at me, and then now I came. But it was probably all within a second. Yeah. But he obviously heard me come, and then he tried to gas it, and then he, almost, he got. Well, I wouldn't say looped out, but he wheelied, trying to <laughs> trying to get on the gas, and I got in by like point three of a second. Did he not realise you were still there and going, or I something, spoke, or oh. just no? He just, thought he. Cause I spoke to him afterwards. First, he was just like i wrote when i rode past he was screaming (laughs) at himself and then we rode at the end and he was so pissed off and i was like oh dude like and he didn't really want to talk to me and then uh, (laughs) i rode back to the van i was like that is insane if i got second in that um moto i was pretty sure i did the maths in my head i was pretty sure i'd win the win the day yeah yeah because uh reese i'm pretty sure he got fourth in the first one if i got If I got second, the last two I'd probably get it by one point. Yeah, Yeah. Um, (laughs) and I rode down to the van. M was there, and she just came over to the van, and she was just like laughing, and was like, "What happened?" And then um, I was actually got my helmet off, and I was going to walk over to Jay, and she's like, "Nah." Don't go there yet. He's like, what? I was like, I'm just going to, you know, have a laugh. He's like, no, don't go there yet. The, his helmet's flying there. He's, oh. <laughs> he's, he's throwing shit. He's like, oh, really? So I uh, went and sat down for five minutes and we still didn't know if I if I beat him or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we eventually had a chat to him again and he was so pissed off and it didn't really mean much to him. Like, he was like, I said, he's like, oh, it doesn't really matter anyway, I suppose, kind of thing. Oh, and I said, well, it matters to me because I think I'll win the day if I got you." He's like, oh, really? And then... <laughs> Sure, as shit. I got him by like point something of a second. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Good. cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that was fun. It was a good race.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you've kind of answered the other question as well. So do two questions at once. You know, yeah, nailed it. Yeah, that's a, yeah I'm just kidding. well, <laughs> what else is on the calendar for you this year? You're doing East Coast King of MX, um, New New AORC, Wales, New South Wales, Hatter. Yeah. And oh, are you Hutter. doing Hatter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's probably the other big one that we've booked in. Um, I did it two years ago and then wanted to do it. Um, em wasn't real keen. She She's done it once before and she's just like, oh, I've done it once. It wasn't wasn't really for me. But, um, yeah, she's like, this year, look, if you're going, I'm going to race it. I'm not going to come and watch you. Yeah, yeah no, why so, would you? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're both heading over there. And Yeah, so apart from that, what have we got? Uh, we're doing the whole state series this year, which we haven't done previous years. Um, yeah as many east coasts as we can fit in I reckon they're really good good events I only race the open class which is on the Saturday mm-hmm. works out to be good because it's the same as the women's they race on the Saturday oh, yeah. and they do 20 minute motos so it's yep. four 20 minute motos so that's like really good practice I yeah. uh, always have some fast guys there to try and tag along to and that yeah. sort of stuff so you're not hanging
2: around for the over 30s class over 35 no nah. <laughs> i think i'll wait wait for that one but it's uh um, <laughs> clean up clean up the trophies yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah get in there with trent brock and stuff <laughs> yeah. he's fast yeah.
1: too though have, have a chat with him yeah, yeah he's fast still cool so. dude we grew yeah. up with him so yeah cool yeah. he's yeah. always at my house with more
2: kids yeah yeah. 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 So. yeah cool
1: he's out there
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah and then king of mx and then yeah. uh, apart from that um i was thinking i haven't really said too much about it but i was planning or trying to plan in to do at least one mx national this year i right, um, yeah. just got to see how it works out yeah, yeah um cool. we're we sort of fitting a lot of stuff at the moment so um <laughs> so yeah, yeah i'll we'll like see it. if that one happens or not we're not really sure yeah cool yeah just wing it there yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah 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 jed righto 10 questions favorite uh place to
1: holiday with no bikes favorite place to holiday Hasn't been that many holidays throughout there. Doesn't our sound life. like it. No, if it's, there's always bikes involved. Yeah. Um.
0: Even maybe somewhere you'd like to go. I suppose doesn't even have to mean you have been there. But
1: yeah. I mean, before we moved up to to the bay, it was always somewhere beachy. But now we get that every day. You know. You so, live there, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, right yeah. now the favorite place, uh, my my favorite place to go on holiday the world, won a holiday. Just go back to Sweden. Yeah, cool. <laughs> go oh, back to really? see the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Emily, <clears throat> Emily hasn't been back for a while. I don't think I've been back for three years. Yeah. Um, got grandparents that are getting old. we were supposed mm. to. She, my grandma, had a ninetieth birthday last year. We were all gonna go back, and Emily's yeah. mum was turned sixty. We were gonna go and do stuff with them. Yeah. Covid stuff. We were literally gonna book flights to where were we gonna go. One of these islands in. Greece, or something like that, we are all going to fly over there for yep. M's mum's birthday. Um, and M's brother, they've just had a baby like six months ago, or not even six months. So, that's gonna that's the one place I want to go see my brother and his family. It's just like, yeah, COVID stopped all that. So, yeah. and I haven't been in the back for a few years now. So,
0: it's pretty tough when you hear these stories, are you? Like, yeah. you think, man, that sucks. Like,
1: can't get back over yeah, there. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: we're in these worlds where. <clears throat> You know, me and my family all live here, and you're the same, Jed. So it doesn't yeah. affect us as much. But yeah, when you hear things yeah. like that, you think, man, that's pretty tough. Like Yeah. yeah. grandparents, parents, brothers, sisters. You know, like absolutely. It's not like it's some, oh, you know, my long lost relative lives in Germany or something you're like oh yeah, whatever. But yeah,
1: yeah. I've got a seven year old nephew that I've met, you know, four different occasions. <laughs> oh. Like I've seen, I might have been over for a week or so, or a couple weeks at a time. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'd love to be part of their lives a bit more and that's not happening at the moment but yeah it's it's actually a funny thing like last night i was em was working last night as well so i'm laying at home on the couch and and my phone rings but it's like the messenger phone thing i looked at my phone i'm like what's going on here it's like a group phone call oh and it's happened again it happened once or twice earlier this year it's my 91 year old grandma yeah so she calls and then she. Well, first time she, I don't think she realized she called it on like this group chat. So it was like six of us on this group chat.
2: On oh, she just on, accidentally on the, on the, pressed the button and well, it's called I mean, all I, of you. I
1: suppose so. So we, we're all <laughs> sitting there. It was hilarious. Like we're all sitting there looking at this thing. There's like, I don't know, five different squares with people there. And, yeah. and then she's like 90 years old with bloody Facebook and calling us and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so last, last night there was only four of us. It was my parents, my uncle. My grandma and me. My yeah. brother didn't answer. He must have been busy. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but yeah. it's like at least you can see him. Like, yeah, yeah. And she's not. Yeah, um, she's ninety odd years old. I, I hope I get to see her again before something happens. But you just yeah. don't know. Yeah, like, M's lost two grandparents while we live here. So yeah. Well. yeah. Two, two grandparents I'm not going to go too dark But two grandparents And a best friend So it's been pretty tough for her Yeah yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. can imagine
2: so. it be Oh you've got the cool grandma She's up on social right. media And everything She's <laughs> awesome like, yeah.
1: she's, she's amazing yeah. Posting memes and stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. She's got some good followers <laughs> There for sure Oh that's good <laughs> yeah. um, Favourite track to ride um, Oh I've only been there At one diff- Or oh, one weekend uh, Asti In Italy I don't think the track actually is up and running anymore, but if you Google it, it's like back in the 90s and stuff, it was the track to ride. Yeah. Um, I remember riding there 2010. Um, em was with me actually, I'm pretty sure. We're and, um, um, now. Because we, we always went it. out. We, at the start of the season <coughs> or before the season starts, we, um, if you're serious about racing, you'd pack up, you'd go to Belgium, Holland, Italy or Spain or somewhere and practice for you know two weeks to a month before the season starts. And, um, yeah, that's my favourite track for sure. Oh, dude, it looks epic. It is, It is. I don't know. It is motocross porn. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. At uh, that time, I remember that time I was there. More like natural terrain on the side of a hill oh, and stuff, yeah. Just, yeah, it is. If anyone out there that wants to look at a sick motocross track, just um, look up Asti yeah. in Italy. Yeah, There'll probably be some videos and stuff from yeah, that. Yeah, it says I
0: here there. there was a um, World 500 MXGP there, mm. a 250 Grand Prix. Yeah. I'm going to have to have a look at this when we finish up the podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, it is. I, I'm pretty sure I saw someone, there was some YouTube clip, I can't remember who it was. I wonder if it was Ryan Hughes, maybe, when he was over there, because he was oh, over yeah. there in Europe last year or the year before. Yeah, he, he was, was travelling around, yeah, yeah, yep. training, yeah. Yep. Pretty sure he went to the track, and it was yep. just like overgrown, like it's, the gate was shut, like it was just like...
2: Deserted. I think I've seen that because he he went to a house that he used to live in and mm. it was all boarded up and stuff and yeah. he used to live just down the road from that track and he went down there and there was the old score tower and yep. gates, every, gates everything there. was still there, yeah. yeah. But like it was just all deserted. grassed over and I think um, he got a hold of the owner or something and yeah, okay. and that and they had a walk around and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Imagine that, right? Yeah. Rhino comes and hits you up and wants to have a chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What a bloke. Yeah. Like, man, righto, oh, dude, let's go to the pub and have a chat. Like, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 I bet yeah. you the first
1: thing I would ask you is, if, do you run knee braces? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I stopped running knee braces uh, three weeks ago, and I'm Here about we go. 20 seconds quicker. No. <laughs> no. Really? No. I'm CTI all the way. I've, got, yeah. I've had knee recos, and I would never ride without them. But, yeah, that's um, it. Join it's the It's interesting. It's an interesting uh. conversation. Um, I've never yeah. really thought that that could really make you any better, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's interesting that he... Um, well, I can see the neck bracing to a degree because I used to run one and yeah. especially in the in the bush when you're going up and down hills, I could feel like it was hindering me a little bit like lifting my eyes. Yeah, I was the same. You couldn't push your head back. Yeah, far yeah enough to and, see, and he's yeah. just got something there. Um, uh, but knee braces, I don't know. I'd like to be able to walk when I'm older. Yeah, same.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing mine and they're not coming off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway,
2: uh, most memorable race? Ah,
1: that's uh, that was two thousand and six. Uh, I was actually last minute picked for under twenty one designations motocross. Yep, like uh, this was down in Belgium or France. I think it was in France, but just on the border to Belgium. It's the races. I think they still run it. It's called Coupe de l'Avenir. I think they. It's like we had teams from South America, South Africa, all sorts of stuff come down there. Oh. And um, I was riding the European Championships at the time, and I was doing okay. So, and I think I wasn't on the main team. This is three rider team, same as these um, nations. And um, like literally, like the week before, I got the call up to say, "Hey, do you want to fill in?" I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, so <laughs> went down there, um, and I ended up being like the anchor of the team. Like, we we finished third as a team. I finished fourth overall individually and, like, the last moto, I I was on the podium in the last moto and it's just like, I don't think I've ever ridden that good ever in my life. But I think (laughs) I just somehow (laughs) grew to the occasion and that's, yeah, that's forever my highlight for sure. Yeah, Yeah, cool. That's that's a cool story, yeah. yeah. Um, Bucket list event you would like to ride?
2: Um... M's always pretty made pretty
0: events lately I mean
2: jeez yeah. really? he does everything Still anyway like, What know. is it? what don't you do that's probably no, a better question
1: I'd like to play the piano <laughs> <laughs> oh, or a guitar I'd, rock, I'd like to play the guitar oh there we go anyway um, bucket list event bucket list um, there's probably two um, i M's going to give me so much shit for this one but she's like over the course of the last 10 years she's like why don't you ever put your name down for, like, ISDE and that sort of... Even for the Swedish team. Not once have I done it. I was like, oh, it's not really for me. I don't really care. And then, I don't know, I think it's these last two or so years, I was like, fuck, I don't really know if I want to finish racing without having done a six-day. Like, Yeah. Um. So it's going to be a six-day or possibly think. Oh, Which yeah. is also another race that I've never really been too interested in. I was waiting for you to say
2: that. I thought you yeah. might have said Fink. I mean,
1: everyone you talk to is like, oh, have you raced Fink? It's like, no, I have not raced Fink. Yeah. No, not that interested. But I have become more and more interested in doing it. Um, yeah. The only thing is I don't want to just race it as a bucket list race. I'd like to do it properly. properly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'd yeah. probably be like if I chose to um, maybe just race Hatter and Fink. Because mm-hmm, I yeah. love the sand. I love that's oh. what I really prefer to ride um, or not prefer but I feel best at so um, yeah maybe maybe before I finish I'll just do if I can get a deal just do a season of just racing maybe those two desert races desert races yeah doing yeah. stuff in between that that's yeah so it's probably two bucket lists yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right. what about
2: Dakar yeah, Dakar on the list or
1: Dakar would be cool <laughs> um <sighs> I don't know if I'm smart enough or I don't <laughs> know, to, to be able to do that many things at once, you know, yeah. reading the maps. And I've got to say, Toby does it. He just pins well, it. And so. Sanders, Like, I mean, I was very pleasantly surprised to see how Daniel went with that little bit of um, yeah. lead up to it. But, yeah, I mean, Daca would be awesome. Um, I don't know if i got the money or the, the sort yeah, of, the backing, I don't know. Because yeah. even if you don't have the money to go and race the event right now, you need to have the money to go and prove yourself to, do those sort of events. Yeah. Yeah. You need a race, a rally, world championship, or some sort of th- I don't know, or just be really sick at Instagram and put videos up where you go fast in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> where Sandy's got his ride from. Um yeah. I mean he's just like insane. And then obviously there's a lot of people that said, you know, he could do this, so um yeah. yeah all the credit to him, but he's yeah, I didn't think he'd be finishing fourth at his first Dakar. Yeah, killing it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I didn't yeah. think yeah. so either, but yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Anyway, mm. Yeah. Um <clears> best <throat> bike you've had. Honestly, um, probably what I'm riding at the moment, yeah. Um, These last two years, we've been riding a slightly modified Yamaha with different pogo sticks in the front and different shock in the rear with WP suspension. And um, Yeah, and uh, honestly, not to take anything away from Yamaha's in their suspension, but, like, this bike they have now is leaps and bounds better than anything I've I've, I've ever ridden um, in a WR450, like, this bike is... It's legit. So um yeah. and with the with the cone valves and the track shocks that we run, um, we just got a really good setup. Um Yeah, it's I gotta say this is the best bike I've ridden. Cool. Blue crew. You'll get there one day, Todd.
0: I've had blue crew in the past. Maybe I'll come back around one day. But yeah. anyway.
1: You've got to bleed
2: it. You've just got to bleed the blue. <coughs> it does. Yeah. It's got a dirty Husky and a Honda right behind you. Yeah,
1: I feel like I've got a bit yeah. of a rash on my back here. Yeah. Something's <laughs> That's got my North Africa twin <laughs> rubbing on you there. Yeah. Oh, those things are pretty cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> got heaps of toys. They are. They're pretty fun. Yeah. Um, what's the daily driver? Uh, I've got a Hilux, just a work ute. Yeah. Um, what a an SR5, bloody 2010-something. Gets you
0: around town, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's good. Does the job. And do you tow a trailer with the bikes? I don't know. You got um, it? No, with the moto, we have a crafter fitted out motorhome sort of thing that we've decked out. Yep. Um, So that that's our house on wheels for sure. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's pretty comfortable. Yeah.
0: Who's the worst driver, or maybe the (laughs) backseat driver? You or M?
1: That's definitely two different questions. The worst driver, I've got to take the note on that. Like, I've got to take that on the chin because I just get too occupied on other shit. Like I keep checking my phone doing stuff and and, and yeah um, I'll probably be the worst driver there even though I do most of the driving um yeah, when we're doing long, long drives and stuff, sometimes Em's just like, I'm not even going to sleep. But I, yeah, mate, <laughs> she, why, Cause she's too scared. I don't know. I don't think she trusts me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she trusts me enough. I've only been in her life for about 13 years. I don't think she trusts me enough. So she's
2: like, I, I think she's scared.
0: We're going to Melbourne. You got to stay on the Hume Highway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn <They're> off. <laughs> oh mate, oh,
1: see God. this
2: screen. Follow this. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're both pretty hopeless when it comes to that because we've both done it. I think the worst one we've ever done was when we were going to r- uh, race in South Australia. We left. I think we lived in the Blue Mountains then. And we were going to race at Kingston or something. We'd never been there. But we thought, oh, South Australia, like Adelaide, let's just aim for Adelaide kind of thing. And um, we were driving. And then we went through Mildura. And we stopped in Mildura and had lunch. And then I got a couple of messages from some mates like, what the fuck are you doing in Mildura? Like, oh, we're on our way to Adelaide. Like, yeah, we are too, but... What are you doing in Majura? (laughs) Like, that's that's way off course to where you're going. We thought we were, like, pretty close. Oh, have lunch, have a cruisy lunch. We're not too far from, like, Adelaide and that kind of stuff. We had, like, on top of what we had left, like, another five hours. (laughs) Were you following, like, Google Maps or something? No, we were just just going towards, like... You were just using, like, a a compass. Uh, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. And we've done it more than once. We're just like, oh, we're going that way. Yeah. When we get closer, we'll, you know, tap in the address or something like that. Yeah, we're just about five hours off course, but that's all right. (laughs) So, yeah, we're pretty blasé with a lot of stuff like that, both of us. Well, you get to see Australia. There you go. Yeah. Essentially, that's what we're here for, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who
0: picks the music, you or him?
1: Um... Depends who's driving, I suppose. Yeah,
0: it's a bit of a hot topic in my car as well. Yeah, yeah. especially we're not
1: big kids. music people. Um, hopefully, no, not too many police are lis- listening to this. But most of the time, we watch <laughs> movies when we drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, it, it's literally okay. especially because since we moved here, uh, all our vans like have had, or we've only had two, but our vans have had. A DVD player in the... In the dash. In the dash. Yeah, yeah. So when we're doing big drives, we usually do two movies each and then we swap. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you work out the driving yeah, stints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or give or take. Like, And I'm, I'm right to drive later at night. Like I can drive... Um, I'll drive to late at night, but then M's happy to get up early in the morning. So, so, you must go through some
2: movies if you start going the wrong way.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Sometimes we buy movies along the way if we have to. (laughs) So yeah, now we've got an iPad in the in the van too. So we just sort of watch Netflix and stuff. But like, in all honesty, when when I'm driving, I I listen to it. I sort of pay a little bit of attention to it, but it's yeah. not, I'm not lo- actually watching it. Yeah. But it's, it's still – be... imagine yourself listening to, like, a podcast or, a yeah yeah, a, yeah. A, like, what do you call them, um, audio books. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, do it at work. With a little bit, with a little bit of um, video. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 I, I, I don't have a video thing at work. <laughs> yeah. but But, um, yeah, I listen to heaps of podcasts at work that are, like, stories, yeah. like as if it's a movie type thing, you know. And you're sort of cruising along and you're visualising it and listening to it and I get you. That's pretty cool. Mm. Um, who's the cook? You or M?
1: 100% M. She's <laughs> the cook of the cooks. She can cook, she can bake, anything that's going to make me really fat when I'm like <laughs> She is amazing. But yeah. well, Todd's married to a chef, so yeah. he's the same. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> My
0: missus is a chef, hey. and I am, like, useless in the kitchen, okay. right? Like, so, whatever you are, I'm probably worse. Yeah. yeah. I'm hopeless.
1: Beso- that's but, good yeah, then. I'm with yeah. You. yeah. yeah. No, she's awesome. She's really good. And then... um. Yeah, the few times I cook, I think I'm pretty damn good, and she laughs at me every time. It's like you don't always give me a pat on the back when I cook, but when you cook something like this, is actually really good. Like I, I, I say that quite often. Like, <laughs> I'm just surprised myself, and she's like, "Yeah, it's all right." Like oh, I reckon it's really good. It's like, yeah, you always say that when you do something, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can cook. I'd stay alive if I lived on my own, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> uh, question ten, last of the ten questions: Who's faster, you or M?
1: That's um depends how you, how you look at it. If you look at who's best in their category, I guess I'd have to give it to M. Yeah, she's won championships. Um, I've won a couple, not many, not none over here. Um, but who's faster on the clock? Yeah, me for sure. Cool. I
2: feel like there could be some battles, but like you go to Kuna, right? You spoke about going to Kuna. Yeah. She, she didn't take your front wheel out or anything on purpose or? <laughs> not on so purpose. Like <laughs> she is <laughs> she, sometimes. She, she, she can yeah. be
1: painful when she's in the way though. Like you yeah. catch someone because she's fast. Like I don't catch her like boom like that, but I'll catch someone. So she knows I'm coming. She does not move out of line. Yeah. I feel like she, she wouldn't. Nah. Yeah. nah. And it, uh, I don't know. I, it's, um, I'm with you on that. Like yeah. at
2: the
0: ranch a few times I've been behind her Yeah. and um, you'll come up on it and you'll, she holds the line yeah, and
1: she's she not does. easy to pass. I eh? don't think she does it to be annoying. I think she's just that's how she's wired.
2: Yeah, hey, that's what you've got to do. You've no, got to yeah. be hard to pass. Yeah. That's just I it. can't yeah. knock her for it. She's, like,
1: she's, she's pretty she's pretty competitive like and that's not necessarily being competitive about like who's around her it's like she's she's in her zone she's like she probably doesn't even hear anyone else Yeah, but.
0: yeah. Oh, I couldn't knock her for it but yeah. like she's one of those riders who's like she holds a yeah. line and yeah. more credit to her to be quite yeah. honest So,
1: gotta be a bit careful when I pass her though because if I pass her and then maybe like because sometimes you gotta I wouldn't say be aggressive but you gotta get a creative line and if I rooster too much oh mate I'll hear about it yeah. so, so these that's days that's I feel like if yeah. it's you there's an issue yeah because I'll be <laughs> the biggest asshole if I rooster sort of thing Yeah, so I've got to be a bit careful I'm, I'm a bit better these days I try and yeah. be a bit nicer I was, a few years ago I wouldn't give a shit I just try and pass it, and then like you're were you, you were in the way like you're yeah. different to anyone else yeah, yeah, that's it yeah, yeah. you yeah. pull a tear off you'll be right. yeah yeah, try and tougher her off a bit
2: yeah
0: so we threw yeah. it out there for a couple of listener questions Jed um, we got a few back couple were actually quite the same, and we'll cover the, I'll cover them in a minute, but we'll go to you, Jed, first
2: yeah. one. Right, so the first one that came through was uh, from Lockie Foster. Do you know Lockie? I'm bad with names. I hope no. I don't no. know him because I can't really. Number 12 on a KDM. Okay. He was at the Enduro on the weekend, but anyway, yeah. he's a local boy from around here. Yeah. So uh, he wants to know, tips for riding all those rocks that happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, look far ahead. Don't even think about touching your front brake, and um, think about your body position all the time and maybe click some taller gears yep chug yeah, through don't it. try and override it because then you will hit the ground <laughs> yep yep, yeah we even like us up the pointy end there it might look like we're like riding like demons so I'm not to you know, pat myself on the back but yep. we I guarantee probably none of us were overriding that track yep we were we were scared to die if we override it, yeah, so I was telling i was there was a few people that asked me actually, and a couple of guys parked um right next to us, and they were like vets riders and all sorts of stuff, and you know asking little tips and stuff, and I was pretty much the same thing I said to everyone, just don't override it, like you're you have your pace, you can try and you know push your level, go a little bit quicker, but if you override it, and if you do stupid, stuff, you're going to hurt yourself you hurt yourself, yeah. yeah, ride
2: within your limits,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, and if you haven't ridden for a while then. That's your pace, you know. Yeah. You only get really fast if you ride a lot. <coughs> yeah, that's right. And you right. know what your bike's going to do when you hit stuff. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The next one is from Fams Jegerson. Jergerson. Yeah. Do you know this person? Oh, uh, I don't I don't know this person. No oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he it, does. Does. it sounds, sounds <laughs> sweetish or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> when you guys
1: mentioned before that um, this person had a question, <laughs> I, I had one question that came to mind and it seems I think it was the one. What yeah. do you think it is? Has to have something to do with um, something that people do in Finland and Sweden and Norway quite a lot. Saunders. Have saunas.
2: Oh yeah. So so yeah. what frequency is best for taking a sauna? Uh,
1: sixty-one point <laughs> seven degrees, and have a bit of um. Yeah, not not many clothes on. You got to be naked. And then yeah. uh, what do they use those? That that um, oh, the rocks pine and rice and stuff, or that like what do you call it? Pine leaves, not leaves, but. Like, you know, hit yourself in the back with that shit. And oh, oh do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah, you must have Zisona. sauna. It's very
2: important. <laughs> there <laughs> we yeah. go. So this is a serious question. 61.7 degrees and all I this stuff. I literally just made that up. Oh, did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, this guy knows his shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sauna man. Yeah. yeah. I, back to that question. I, I've got a good friend of mine that lives in Sydney. He imports uh, saunas. Is and he Swedish? He's not Swedish. He's no. full-blown, oh, actually, not full-blown Aussie. He's born here, but he's Scottish, Scottish, oh, well, heritage. Right. Scottish heritage. Yeah, yeah, he um he imports stuff from Finland, like the heaters and that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. and um I hurt myself over at a GP twenty sixteen. Not that that's really relevant, but I broke my collarbone and I was out of action for a while. I'm, I'm a carpenter. He put me on, put me on for about six or eight months. I worked with him and yeah, building saunas. Okay, yeah, there you go, yeah. And then when I moved up here, I did a bit of work for. Virgo and his mate. Oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, it's just every morning like, do you have the sauna? <laughs> it's just a going thing. So, yeah, uh, these okay. guys are legends.
2: Yeah. There we
0: go. Uh, the last question we have, we'll wrap it into our tech tip slash product review segment, Jed. Every month we talk about something to do with a bike or a tool you've bought or whatever it might be. And I had this question on my list and we had a bunch of people message us. Why the WP suspension on the WR? What's yep. the story behind that?
1: That's a fair question. Um, obviously, well, I guess it's not obvious, but um, for us, for me and Emily, uh, uh, we were looking for a change. We'd been on Yamas for a long time. Um, we were looking for a change, and then we were actually looking at different manufacturers, um, mm-hmm. looking at getting different deals there, just something different. We just felt that we'd been... Doing the same thing for a long time with similar results and we mixed up our training programs over, over the years. Um, there wasn't a great deal that was out there that could even get close to matching what we were doing with Yamaha um, in terms of support. And then um, that year, the year, what was it? Not last year, it was 2019. Um, well, I was talking to the guy that imports or the guy that works at WP. And then, um, because I know him, he's Swedish, (laughs) Um, (laughs) talking to him about the suspension and that sort of stuff. And then um, I just asked him, as we were sitting down, I was like, do you guys not uh, have any like Euro bikes and stuff? Uh, Euro, like Japanese bikes bikes running it? He was like, not really, hey, but like we obviously stock it, uh, like we have it, but we don't really sell much of it. And I was like, yeah, it's weird because I've got people I know that race Yamaha's in Sweden. They're running... WP they're on a Kawasaki they're running that there's you see it not maybe heaps but you see it and I said it's just um it's a different market surely you can sort of sell some here it's like yeah you're not wrong and then I didn't really talk to him about us running it at the time well not really and then um later in the year I contacted him <clears throat> when we were trying to find you know a change Contacted him and then um, in in the end I ended up dealing with Carney uh, for the, with the sorting everything out and then yeah we just we landed a deal with WP to to run it and um, yeah it was a deal that's good enough that we could could do it because yep. it's obviously pretty expensive stuff yeah um, and then yeah two years in the running now we run out and, and
0: does. Do they have a tech that helps you out? Like, how do you set it up?
1: Um, so we were running, uh, we did all our suspension that we'd done for quite a few years, everything through shock treatment. And oh, then yeah. we were going to do everything with them via because they had become a WP dealer. We were going to do it there, but it was easier when we were living in the Blue Mountains to make that work, just, just you know, getting there. Yep. And we took an arvo off or something, went down there or did on a Saturday, but now we live three hours away, it was a lot harder. So that didn't really eventuate in us continuing with shock treatment through that year. But we got a lot of support through um Stefan and them through um giving us specs and giving us, you know, starting points. Yeah. And then um we actually um did all our stuff with um Steve Clark Merriman's old mechanic. Stephen oh, Merriman's yeah. old mechanic. He yeah. ran the Ballards team for a couple of years <laughs> and stuff and he, he lives, lives up your way, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. He lives yeah. ten minutes from ours. Yeah. So we ride with him every now and then. We're good we re- really good friends and he's he, he's like Emily and my second dad. Like he you know when you you have a problem and you go, Hey dad, can you help me? Yeah. That's him. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and then um so he's helped us with all sorts of stuff. He's always there and we, we try and Try and do you know, stuff for him if we can and we'd like to help him more if we could as well. But he's just always there. If we ask him to do help us with something, he's just unreal. So he ended up doing all our all our setup with um, specs and stuff that we Bounced received off from KBM or guys. WP and then um, sort of made up our own sort of stuff. and
0: Went from there. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, cool. Yeah, so There
0: you go. Is there anything <laughs> else trick going on on your bike or something you've – maybe not even trick but just you've – put some effort into or paid a lot of attention to it's a yamaha um, mate you pull it out the box
1: and it's good to go oh
2: god yeah <laughs> we, we've got
1: some some things um, one thing it's probably doesn't sound very high tech but we run a, a different seat cover that we get from sweden it's actually a silicon based material like it is the grippiest thing silicon might sound slippery or something but it is so grippy it's it rips your pants apart just about um uh, so we run those seat covers um We run some um, hard parts from a Swedish company as well, just like chains and sprockets and that sort of stuff. But essentially our bikes, apart from suspension, we put a slip-on pipe on it. We don't even run full systems because it chews up too much of the budget. Stock clutches, stock levers. We run different foot pegs, but yeah, honestly, suspension, a slip-on. That's about it. Yeah, we don't touch the engines. Yeah, cool. Uh, Very good. Yeah, they are pretty competitive.
0: Yeah. Well, that wraps (laughs) it up on my end, Jed. You got any other questions or anything you want to talk about? We've been going for a while. No,
1: yeah. We've covered everything.
2: Answered answered multiple questions and more. So... Yeah, well, it's good, good. Again, It's a blown me away okay. Got to get home so, and eat some dinner That's yeah. why we're doing two questions at once <laughs> I'm, getting a, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm getting a bit hungry too I didn't yeah. think it would go this
0: long yeah. Yeah, I was um,
1: expecting like a smorgasbord or something here During the podcast But I guess i <laughs> No, no. what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just cooking <laughs> in there
0: So yeah, huge thanks again mate for coming down That's awesome um, Best of luck for the rest of the season of course yeah. It'll be cool to see you up there Grab sneak in a podium at some point in the AORC and then. Yeah. So,
1: Thanks for having me uh, yeah, No worries at all A Bit of ball
0: We'll do it again another time, maybe at the yeah. end of the year or something.
1: Yeah, catch up, see how you went. Sounds good. Keep up the good work. I was actually yeah. listening to some of your podcasts on the way in because I hadn't really, no offence, I hadn't listened too much about it. And then, yeah, yeah. it was quite a good, good listen. So, yeah, oh. keep up the good work. That's good. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, thanks,
0: mate. And we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Sweet.